0: Thank you once again, with every passing moment, every passing day, I feel so gratified and grateful for you to have taken the time, your 500 seconds today, to consider my words of hopefully some level of wisdom on this subject called presence and resilience. I remain really humbled That, not that I had the time or the interest or the patience to do this. Because again, beginning, end of the day, it is for me to do this. Yeah, selfishly, I would like someone out there to resonate with my message. But before that, do I resonate with this message? Is what's coming through me relevant and relative and respectful of me to me. I know it sounds like a very silly question to lobby out there recording it, but also for me to consider it and then not even answer, but just to keep that in the front and back of my mind as I do this, it's not for me to impress yourself, I guess in a way on the self first and then selfishly perspective. It's for me to gain that clarity confidence humility in me and dial down the ego the fear and uh, the vanity of what I could be doing it for but stripping it down to does it come from a positive sincere part of me that I'm discovering in these episodes and I thank you for sharing this journey with me this is again the second part of the you are really not your mind discussion So I will pick up from what Mr. Anderson was saying In that section on page 174 Of his book Three Magic Words Do we think And his answer flat out was No And I said in part one When I read that Just a couple days ago I was stunned Because as I kept reading that part of the book He then states that we don't create thoughts or think. They are presented to us. It's like a constant stream, like a channel you tune into. It's already been going on, but you happen to be aware of it and now you're seeing or feeling or witnessing these thoughts, but you don't create them. So I said in the part one, that show In in those quotation marks, that show, that stream of thoughts, that thinking, is not yours. It's being presented to you on your own private show. So, when he was saying this in his book, again, written 70 years ago, he says, We don't think actively or progressively. Right now, we only react and get moved by the surface and immediate gratification sensors in our heads and from our skin. Don't be nasty. According to Mr. Anderson, we can only observe. We can only observe and choose which thoughts that appear as available on our respective pay-to-play internal channels. He didn't say the pay to play or pay to to pay part or pay to watch stuff. I, made it, I added it in just for color. But that perspective at once stunned me, but also affirmed my view for years. Remember I was saying in part one, that question has been rattling around my head for at least 20 years. Where does thought come from? What is the essence of thought? And maybe I was too much on the other side of the spectrum about where I think it comes from. But I lived and loved the practice. I'm not relying on or through my thoughts, my thinking, or my actively thinking about stuff. From my time in the military, the army, and as a corporate manager, executive, I really relied on thinking, figuring things out, being rational, the left side of my head. But I was also guilty of falling into things that didn't work out so well. It didn't kill me, the things I fell into, I survived them. But I definitely did not choose the observed thought or even to communicate that decision to what I call the executive body of Ming. So this newly learned or observed functions of non-thought with observing and then deciding to pursue and develop, that's the action and the work stuff. Not just waiting for something to happen and then to communicate the action and the consequence of that decision to self first and then to others. So to round out part one and part two, you are not your mind. You are not your thoughts. You are not your thinking, meaning you don't own any of that. I guess the feelings that you and I have individually, they probably belong to us. That's a whole different discussion. I got to think about that one. If the thoughts don't belong to us, do the feelings belong to us? I'd probably put that in a separate podcast and think through that or observe what a thought is on that subject about where the feelings belong to. I think it's still worthwhile to assess and interpret them from a position of humility and confidence and not from ego and fear leaning more to the side of genuineness sincerity curiosity and not from want or a perceived scarce, scarcity in your needs you and me we just are here with a purpose a mission And a message. Individually and collectively. If we can can guess except for today. Just rattle around your head after this podcast. The notion that whatever you think. Whatever you thought you think. What you you think you're going to think tomorrow. Those thoughts are not yours. You only have to be. Concerned with observing that show Deciding on the thought in that show Making a decision To pursue that thought into an idea And then executing that And accepting also the consequence Let's be about that Until next time Stay present Stay current no matter where you are, it's always 820.